Hey, AJ. What's up, Brian? AJ, who who needs Call of Duty? <laughs> um, who, who needs it? Somebody out there does. Yeah, everybody needs Call of Duty. Uh, what? They what? need something to make them cuss every five seconds and uh-huh. and uh, tell some insult about somebody's mom. Uh-huh. Gotta get that out. You know, if somebody needs that, it's therapeutic. It's therapeutic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every, everything exists for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Uh, can't wait to see why this happened, though. Um, AJ, we've got a lot of news to talk about today, man. Like, as much as I want to sit here and do the whole you can't do that on television thing, I feel like we should start the show. Let's go, man. Right, let's do it. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here on YouTube at 6 p.m. Eastern Live. It means you're watching it right now. It means you're watching it live. But if you're watching it later and have no idea that you're not watching it live, well, then this conversation means absolutely nothing to you. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole, and this guy over here, the Zenithian himself, the lord of the GameCat Dojo, it's AJ from Underground PSVR Underground. Welcome to the GameCat Dojo. God, what I've is heard up, Brian? So many times what over the last three, four days. <laughs> what is up, Game Cats? Happy Monday. One hundred and three members in the Game Cat Dojo. Well, that Joe answers Brian. that question. I guess. <laughs> yes. I, I guess you can have more than a hundred, and yes, we do. And more incoming tonight. I can't wait. I'm super excited. I've I've been playing with them a lot, and it's a bit amazing, man. Uh, no, but really, man, happy Monday. I know that Mondays usually suck, but we are here to ensure your Monday sucks. Just a little bit less. That's right. AJ, thank you for being here. I, know I hate to pull anybody away from Zenith. I hate to pull all the cats away from Zenith. I, I think that most of the cats today are probably playing Zenith. And uh, so so hello to everybody watching later. Uh this is going to be a super short episode. We're going to do like 15, 20 minutes, I think, top, so we can get back in there and get back to the game. Uh, no, no, we got we got too much shit to talk about, um, although Zenith is definitely, has definitely overtaken our lives, I think. Um, but let's not waste any time, AJ. Uh, let's get right to... Uh, oh, God. So dude, serious. Oh, my God. Dude, dude, okay. There's, there's, there's so much news to talk about today, right? <laughs> I, I forget mean, there's other stuff going on. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, right? I mean, like, I, we woke up to pretty awesome news, uh, and then the day just got crazier and crazier as it progressed. Um, but the news that we woke up to was that there's going to be a state of play on Wednesday. What do we know, AJ, about that state of play? Um, as far as I know, it was uh, something regarding Gran Turismo 7, right? Yeah. And in fact, it's going to be, uh, I think, nothing Focused on that. but Gran Turismo 7, which is... Pretty crazy. It's supposed to be like a future PSVR two title. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, so I'm sure I'm sure people are excited about the game itself, right? I mean, like Gran Turismo is always like it's one of the biggest sellers on PlayStation. People fucking love yeah. car simulators. I, I think some people who have had a PlayStation five are like, "Where's our, uh, you know, where's our Horizon?" Uh, because uh, you know, Forza I know everybody Horizon. over on the Series X has been absolutely loving that game. So Forza Horizon's really good, yeah. Sony Sony needs to to bring it 
uh, come big with the uh, Gran Turismo 7 now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So the big question is, is like, so it's going to be great to see 30 minutes of new Gran Turismo footage. This isn't, this isn't the kind of game you can really ruin, right? It's just like, oh, it's a, it's a racing game, man. It's like we want to see every aspect of it. We want to go uh, what the game's capable of, what, what kind of features it's going to have, how is it better than Gran Turismo Sport, all of that stuff. But the question that's on everybody's mind, AJ, isn't really about the game itself. It's more about the PSVR 2 cap- uh, compatibility, whether they're going to show any PSVR 2 footage at all. Do you think that's a thing, or do you think that they would have been more explicit about that in the blog post? Um, I don't think they would have been explicit about it with the blog post, and I think that's what makes this a tricky one to figure out because they haven't officially announced it yet. They would, once they do the big, exciting announcement, then they would be like, okay, and we're going to talk about PSVR 2 a little bit. Um, but they're still saving that. I mean, that is a huge announcement looming on the horizon. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I think, I think it would be a wonderful welcome surprise and, and I would be shocked even though I kind of like fully expect it to happen. Um, just like when they announced the name PSVR two alone, PlayStation VR two, that's what I like to say. I like to say PlayStation VR two, uh, I, <laughs> I, I think we have to wait for the big grand announcement, and that could potentially happen here. But I'm going to keep on my Gamescast? expectations really low, right here, right, right yeah. here on Gamescast. It could happen any day. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, mean, I, I think that Sony's been taking some really strange routes in making their announcements. I mean, you know, Herman Hulst is. Uh, or was it Jim Ryan? He, he had the interview in GQ, uh, and he revealed stuff there. He they did stuff. Uh, they've been revealing things on the PlayStation blog, uh, and then of course at CES. So it's all these routes that Sony isn't really known for taking. Uh, Sony used to make all their big announcements at either the PlayStation Experience or or E3, but those things don't really exist in the way that they used to. So I feel like anything is possible at this point, and they've been trickling out this play, uh, PSVR two information for so long um, since early last year that I mean. It, if people are there to see Gran Turismo 7 and like, we can't wait for the most realistic racing sim ever made, then you could probably Trojan horse a few of those viewers into and create PSVR 2 gamers out of them if you say, but the most realistic way to play is in VR and check this shit out and like, demonstrate it. Um, and and yeah. I, I, think, I think that kind of surprising those people by, by, by talking about the VR aspect of it uh, again, could be, could be a good Trojan horse. Where if you say, "Hey, this is a PSVR two focused event," you're going to lose millions of people right off the bat because they're like, "I don't care about VR." Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like it'd be a good way to tease it at least, or make the announcement, yeah. you know, and just show a little bit. Like I feel like I mean, of course, I'd love the whole thing to be it, but I feel like the way they would do it if they showed it here would just be like a, a tease, almost like or or you know. Because you know they're going to say after everything, they always say, we have so much more to share with you. But right. uh, but it would be nice to get an actual official PlayStation VR 2 thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think I think that that's going to that's going to be the big thing. We, we will definitely get a big PSVR 2 showcase at some point. But the thing is a huge th- announcement. That's that's a system seller. So you can't go small with that. Right. Um, yeah, that's. 
Yeah. You know? the, the thing is, though, is like they, they usually do say in the PlayStation blog posts, there will be no PlayStation VR 2 inf- you know, information or, or games or, or footage or anything shown here. And they didn't say that in this blog post, to my knowledge. I, I, I skimmed through it and didn't see anything about VR. Um, so the fact that they didn't mention it could, might actually be a good sign. Uh, well, again, Grand Turismo 7 has not been announced. So right. the, it's not like we're, we would be expecting to hear that anyways, you know? So I saw Shades of Great Matter, and I was like, I do agree. But it also is not a thing yet. So it has to be a thing first before they set it up like that. Yeah. Yep. But somehow, <laughs> a new state of play regarding a, a, a huge, huge PlayStation-exclusive franchise was not the biggest news that we got today. Was it, AJ? No. Uh, <laughs> apparently, something big happened while I was uh, not around to see it. Same. Uh, and that is PlayStation has acquired Bungie, the developers behind Destiny uh, and former other IPs. But Destiny's the big one they got going right now. Yeah, I mean, former other IPs being uh, all the good Halo games. <laughs> yes. Right? That's I, I think that's a huge thing for, for, for most the of original. the people. Yeah. Uh, real quick, we got Slide Word 251 and GameCat with the <laughs> 25 and 1 quid. Uh, I'm not sure really how to say that. And uh, Today, I finally made it into the guild. Oh, congratulations, Slide Word. I'm sorry I missed you. Uh, when I collected tears today, they were tears of joy. Massive thank you for everything <laughs> that you've done for VR and spawning this community. Uh, having the best time with the cats, uh, yeah, dude. Shout out to shout out to AJ who's been who's been getting everybody into the guild uh, nonstop. Uh, I keep saying, hey, do you want to set up a time just to like for everyone to get in at the same time? He's like, no, no, no. He's like, I'll take care. He's ever. It's fine. We don't need to schedule anything. So he's right, just I'm he's just in there twenty four seven. Come easy go kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you for joining us, uh, Sly and uh, Slyward, and thank you, uh, and, and yes. thank you to everybody. This has been Zenith. I know that we just got started talking. Pick number one hundred and one, Slyward. Number one hundred and one. I even know your numbers now. <laughs> wow, that's that's pretty cool. I, I think everybody should know their number. Uh, Unless I'm wrong about that, then then I don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny. We're, talk, we're we're trying to talk about like the biggest news of the day, but man, like I I, I feel like we're still all reeling on on Zenith. And it's, it's, oh, it's yeah. that, that excitement. Well, we care about games. Man. We're gamers. Like, you know, like the, if there was one thing we care about the most is games. And we just got hit with two awesome games over the weekend yeah. uh, or right before the weekend. And yeah, man, this is the kind of stuff that, that we like the most and appreciate and has our biggest interest. So, um, and then you, you give us, you give us the ability to, to all be together as well yes. and celebrate these games together in virtual person and yeah we go crazy in virtual person that should be a new phrase um we also got bell ramey the game cap the 10 euro says sorry folks need to sleep zenith craze it makes me tired and i need to work we'll watch tomorrow if i manage not to play zenith thank you very much <laughs> bell bell's been like the uh, he's just been forging ahead man he's been miles ahead of everybody since day one uh since pre-day one uh but man it's been how that been... turned out for you bell <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's so mean. It's been, uh, it's, it's been a blast getting everyone, uh, getting everyone in there. And man, every time I just run into a few people and we all kind of go on quests together, it's just it's just fun. And uh, again, I'm super antisocial, so if I'm quiet, it's not because I'm a dick. I might be a dick, but but the the more important factor here is that I'm just super antisocial uh, off of the channel. And uh, so just bear with me if I seem like I'm acting weird because I'm just fucking weird in general. <sighs> AJ, I agree. Oh, what? Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
You're you're a nice guy. You're a sweetheart. I'm tolerable at best. I think that's the uh, <laughs> that's the way that this goes. AJ Bungie is joining PlayStation, according to Jim Ryan over on the PlayStation blog today. He says today I'm happy to announce that Bungie will be joining the PlayStation family. He says first off, now this is super important, guys, because I feel like Xbox isn't doing this as well. Saying first off, I want to be very clear to the community that Bungie will remain an independent and multi-platform studio and publisher. As such, we believe it makes sense for it to sit alongside. PlayStation Studios organization, and we are incredibly excited about the opportunities and synergies, that's a made-up word, and collaborations between these two world-class groups. I've spent a lot of time with Pete Parsons, Jason Jones, and the Bungie management team to develop the right relationships where they will be fully backed and supported by Sony Interactive Entertainment and enabled to do what they do best, build incredible worlds that captivate millions of people. Is this is this not wildly different than the way Xbox handled, handled the uh, Activision acquisition? Like the, yeah, we still don't know but, what games are exclusive and what's not. He's like, oh yeah, we want to do the thing. It's like, but basically, all he's saying is like, we're gonna, we want, we want to fulfill the contracts, and then, <laughs> and then we'll see what happens after that. Yeah, I don't, I don't really, uh, I don't know. Um, it's an interesting one. I, obviously, Destiny is a very popular, still law, like strong going game, and you know there could be another Destiny in the works. There probably will be now that there's a um, thing. Maybe maybe they want to take uh, Destiny and turn it into PlayStation's Halo. You know, uh, but then it has these MMO elements to it. Um, so there there is a lot to go on there. Um, I, it, it does make sense. And a lot of the, the thing is, a lot of these acquisitions, these changes that we're seeing, um, are not immediately going to be noticed. These are things that are probably likely going to be more noticeable in the future. And whether it be Sony or Microsoft, when they say that you know we want to keep uh, uh, the the games multi-platform and whatever, we'll see how that plays out. It, it'll be very interesting because. It, it feels like this was definitely much – I mean, this couldn't have been just a reaction, could it? I mean, I guess it would maybe be. I don't think um, things work that quickly. I don't, I think, don't think you – I don't think you just over – like, oh, my God, Microsoft bought Activision. Hey, quick, look at them. Who can we go buy? <laughs> like, right. it's not like a magazine you just look at and says, who buy the developer. Um, the other thing, so though, it, is if you, if you have close personal relationships with people in Activision, if you're Sony and you've been working with Activision for 30-plus years, right, and you just know – you you know you know what the, you know a long long time ahead of time that Microsoft is buying them before it becomes public knowledge, so it could have still been a reaction. Only the head just, honchos, only the heads. Of sure, the, but uh, it but it's but again, it's still mm -hmm. it it still could have been a reactionary move, but a reactionary move that went into effect a long time ago. They didn't. Sony didn't just hear the news last week and then go, oh, who can we buy? Uh, da, 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 da. Like if if they knew this months ago, then they then the reaction that reactionary period started months ago things just don't happen all that all that fast like this but i i you know it's it's interesting because they're they're going to remain third party they're going to remain their own publisher independent um but i do think that if you're sony and you're interested in getting particular games into vr now because we got we got to give this to playstation vr two slant right that's right. what we do here we're a playstation vr channel and i think it it's much easier to get a studio that you own to add PSVR 2 support to their huge MMO FPS than it is to say, hey, Activision, like, get on board with this shit. Uh, and also, and, and, now you're com and now our competitor doesn't have something. So you're basically leveraging the PlayStation version much higher than the, than the Xbox version, right? So, suddenly, 
Activision isn't able to say, hey, uh, hey, Microsoft, we're delivering the same game to you as we are to Sony. It's now a different game. And so it, because because of the VR functionality. And so it's much easier when you own a company to say, uh, yeah, don't worry. Destiny 2 is still coming to all platforms. But on PlayStation 5, you're going to have the VR version included as well. So that, yeah. that's what I'm hoping. I know a lot. there's a lot of Destiny fans out there. And I think a lot of them, Rypop specifically, uh, would be super excited to have Destiny in VR. Yeah, I think it could be a good fit. I never, like, really got into it. Uh, but it looked kind of cool and and i like mmos and um yeah i don't know i i only played a little bit of the first one i think um and then i i bought the playstation pro white destiny bundle because i wanted a white playstation pro (laughs) (laughs) and then i gave the game away or sold it or something and i've never been like a huge shooter guy so um you know swords are more my thing uh but i don't know um I feel like, again, I feel like if this is something, let's say there is a VR game, uh, it's. I feel like it had to be at least years and years, several years out. So I'm not going to be excited about this just yet um, until uh, it's like, hey, we have a huge dedicated project uh, for PlayStation VR 2, and, and it's not just a short experience. It's a, you know... Um, well, I, mean, I was just, uh, I was just I reading an article about about um, Bungie's plans, and this, the article is a year old as it was, and it was basically saying about you know how they're going to have DLC for Destiny Two for the next few years, and that Bungie's next big IP isn't planned to launch until like twenty twenty five, I think. Um, and so I do think because Destiny Two has such a long tail on it that we could see a PSVR two version of Destiny sooner rather than later. Uh, I feel like that makes sense. Be like, hey, this game's still got like three more years left in it. Uh, let's 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 take full advantage of that time and get as many players in. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I definitely think whatever their next project is, the 2025 game will be, will will definitely have VR support. And these, these guys are first person shooter people, right? It's like, I, well, I've always thought shooters. that I've always thought that first person shooters, competitive first person shooters. Well, it's, is it? Yeah. Is it a competitive game or is it PVE? I, I believe it's PVE. Yeah, okay, so that would make more sense then. Yeah, everyone's always talking about raids and shit like that, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. I was say, if it's PvP, I don't think VR and flat screen usually would be a good match PvP because uh, we'd have the advantage being able to reach around it's, walls and it, It's so funny we think that we'd have the advantage, right? But whenever they talk, whenever flat screen gamers talk about VR and, and, and flat screen games working together... They always say that, you know, PC has the advantage because mouse and keyboard is super accurate and super fast, quick to turn, all that shit. Uh, but, but yeah, we do have, like, some tactical advantages, I think, in VR for sure. Oh, it does have PvP as well. Oh, it has both. Mm. Oh, right on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know shit about Destiny. Uh, I, I tried to play De- – I played the, either the Destiny beta or I actually got a free copy of Destiny at launch. I forget what it was back in the day. And I played it for a little bit and was like, this is, this is okay. But it just didn't scratch any of the itches that I – I was, looking no, I was hoping it'd just be a complete Halo ripoff in it, and it was like a <laughs> bare bones Halo. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and I'm not I know even like Dest- a big Halo guy either, but I know that Destiny became <clears throat> a wildly different game, and Destiny Two was obviously much bigger and everything. Yeah. So uh, it just it just wasn't it just wasn't my speed at launch, and and of course VR happened after that, which meant I was out of the loop, man. It's like it was done. Anything that came out at post VR just didn't get any love from me. <sighs> AJ. Hey, have you ever heard of this guy, 
Hideo Kojima. Does that name mean anything to you? Mm, sounds familiar, mm. but no, who is he? <laughs> Everybody knows that Hideo Kojima is the mastermind behind Metal Gear Solid. You got me. Many, many <laughs> other titles. Uh, but uh, but the, the news comes to us today, or actually uh, earlier this week, I guess, or last week, that it seems as if, now, you're going to take this with a grain of salt. I love rumors so very much, but at the same time, rumors always need to be taken with a grain of salt. It seems like uh, Hideo Kojima might be making a PSVR 2 game, and that is super exciting to me. I'm going to bring up the article here from uh, from VR Scout real quick. Yeah, there's a couple uh, articles we can reference here. There was a great like translated tweet that I found that, that I should have like saved or something, but I, I was an <laughs> idiot and didn't. Uh, because it said some really interesting things that uh, I would have liked to to go touch on, but we'll, we, it's probably going to mention in all these other articles, anyways. So it all right, matter. cool. Well, in that case, let me bring up the VR Scout article, and, uh, and and we'll take it from there. Let's see here. We've got the title of the article is Hideo Kojima is rumored to be working on a VR game. Uh, that is uh, not specific enough for me. We definitely need to be <laughs> talking about PSVR two. You know, it's weird that they kick off this article by asking the question that doesn't make any sense at all. It says, could Metal Gear Solid VR be on the way? What? What? I don't understand what about this rumor that that the rumor specifically states that uh, that Kojima's had a PSVR 2 prototype since like late last year, November of 2021. Um, yeah. But but there's not there's no reason Kojima could be making a Metal Gear game or possibly even a Silent Hill game. Like I think anything's possible you know they could have worked out some deals with with uh, konami but it just seems like kojima would rather be making his own ip and not work with uh, konami again uh so anyway with that out of the way i've got like literally six words out of, of this article out of the way it says word is a legendary video game developer and industry darling hideo kojima might be working on his own vr game according to a tweet by oops leaks a twitter account dedicated to video game rumors and leaks the award-winning game designer director producer and writer is currently in possession of the recently announced psvr2 and may be in development of a new indie project with celine tricart uh, an award-winning filmmaker specializing in vr mr and xr storytelling um, citing unconfirmed sources, OopsLeak claims that the game could be a smaller project developed by Kojima Productions, an original game studio founded by Kojima back in 2015, after a very public falling out with Konami. This information lines up with a recent interview with Tokyo-based radio station Wave Radio, during which Kojima shed additional light on several upcoming projects. We're going to keep going here because we've got to see what the additional information is. During the interview, Kojima said the studio is working on an edgy project unlike anything we've played before. Not a traditional game. The project will feature a different concept than we're familiar with. However, Kojima was quick to clarify that this is not an AR game before cutting himself off abruptly in order to reveal too much. Um, So while it's true that Kojima has no shortage of original IPs to pull from, Metal Gear Solid, Death Stranding, PT, uh, I hope... I can't help but hope that this upcoming VR experience, if real, features an original storyline and premise. That said, I certainly wouldn't mind an official VR adaption, adaptation of PT. Um, blah, 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 blah. Yes, that is the dream right there. Um, and that's what I... So I'm going to be set on that. Is, is that, that. That's what I think it's going to be. Not PT um, directly, like, right. but um, <clears throat> I think that if I had to guess here, I think that Kojima would make a smaller um, 
horror or just really weird uh, PlayStation kind of VR two experience. And I think that that's what he's gonna, what they're gonna end up doing. I hope it's like a small game or something, you know, um, like maybe like a five hour game at most uh, or at least. Uh, but <clears throat> what are you talking yeah, about, AJ? Uh, we 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 want a thirty hour Kojima game in VR. What are you talking about with this five hour nonsense? I'm I'm talking about because because they've already said that it's not going to be a big game uh, or that it's not a big project. So um, part of this mix was this covered a lot of what I had read. Uh, with the direct translation, and then there were some other things like him saying it's kind of like how From Software went and did Derasane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's going to be maybe like one of those. Um, it's going to maybe be gorgeous. It's going to be weird. It's going to be cool, but it's maybe not going to be exactly what we would everything everybody's mind first goes to and and expects and gets like you know. But that could be remedied if it is a horror game. I think. Yeah, I think the, I think the thing is, is that when people say they want PT in VR, they're not. I don't think most people are saying we want PT in VR. I think I do. I want uh, PT. In VR. I mean, yeah, but but we we've, we've played that, you know, and I, we haven't played it in VR. I mean, like we kind of played it in Dreams in VR because people have been recreating it since uh, since they were able to. But I mean, not I want something. I want something new. I want something because we saw in PT, we saw that Kojima was capable of horror in a way that maybe no one else is capable of pulling that shit off. Right. right. It, it was, it was, it was psychological. Was scary shit ever, it was, yeah. yeah. It was scary. It was psychological. It, it, there was, there was some really interesting storytelling there. There were scares uh, that were introduced in ways that I've never seen them introduced before. And, and as a guy who's played a ton of horror in his life, like that, this short, relatively short game uh, was just packed with, 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 with shit that blew me away and original ideas um, and so what I want isn't, isn't, Hey, here's PT. Um, I would like, you know, I mean, obviously if silent Hills is still a possibility, that would be great, but I don't even really care about the silent Hills IP. I want Kojima to have the freedom to take this medium and really show us what it's capable of and, you know, and, and push the technology forward and sh- and show us how scary things could be, not hold back and not be, and not have anyone saying, uh, Hey, 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 Kojima that's too scary or don't do that, that we don't want you to doing that with RIP. Like give him the com- complete c- f- creative control to make the scary game that he's, that he's capable of making. Cause I feel like that's what he was able to do with PT. So yeah, but PT is not owned by Ko- uh, Kojima. That's owned by Konami or silent right. Hills. I should yeah, say. Exactly. So, so this do, whole thing, <laughs> like, yeah. So like, I'm not expecting that one bit. Like I would love nothing more than silent Hills. Uh, to make a comeback or something, and that rumor just won't die. But I like really don't believe that's going to happen, uh, at least anytime soon. Um, or there's you know somebody else is working on it, but it's not going to be right. Kojima working on it. What when I say I, what I would love though is that same magic that went into making PT. I want that. It doesn't have to be like I said, not direct PT. But I want that same magic captured and made into like a five-hour game or something, or, or however long it can be, if not more. Um, and I want it to be scary as hell, weird, gross, whatever Kojima can think of on his worst day, <laughs> and uh, just just shove it in there. And and I think it could be really really cool. Yeah, I'm absolutely with you. I'm absolutely with you. Um, so we get, we get, we got some people in the co- uh, in the comments making some good. Uh, Making some good guesses. 
Uh, Neon Groove says Kojima will make a cinematic VR game. Larry Chu says Visage in VR, which, man, that would be amazing. We're st- still waiting for that. There was supposed to be a PSVR 1 version of that. Um, CVD in Japan says Derosne was a spiritual successor to Echo Knight, which made me just want Echo Knight VR. That's fucking crazy, mm. man. I haven't heard anyone say the words Echo Knight in literally 20 years. Uh, I was actually just playing Echo Knight 1 uh, on an emulator recently. Uh, I love that series. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, the possibilities here are endless. <sighs> Uh, but we got to move on, man. We got to move on. There, there was an article on the uh, on the website How to Geek called "PlayStation VR Two Isn't Wireless," and that's a good thing. Uh, what? I, <laughs> I know, AJ. What's? I mean, you know, you and I, you and I are mostly uh, in in the in the realm of PSVR, and we've mostly we mostly surround ourselves with PSVR gamers. But you know, we're out there in the wild west of VR. Hey, mostly is an understatement. <laughs> well, I, I mean, you can't. Unfortunately, when you're on something like Twitter. Uh, you, you get you get the brunt of outside VR factors coming in and saying all sorts of crazy nonsense. Like, if PSVR 2 is dead in the water, if it doesn't go wireless, right? That kind of shit. Uh, PSVR 2 is a massive step back if it doesn't ditch the wire. We see these comments all the time. And people have come into my, um, my How PlayStation VR 2 Will Save VR video uh, and, uh, and, and, and said all sorts of craziness, which... It's fine. I appreciate that everyone has a perspective, even if it's wrong. <laughs> That's fine, man. Come, 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 watch my video, and then leave your comment. Because guess what? That helps the algorithm. We love you guys. Uh, real quick, Move Master Mick, the shape throwing PSVR game cat with the ten quid says at PSVR Underground. Thank you for adding me to the game cat Zenith Dojo yesterday. Sorry, I was very naked at the time <laughs> and unable to throw some shapes for uh, for y'all. But wow, what a game Zenith is. Was was his character naked, or was he just naked behind the VR headset? This is so. I have so many questions. You what missed was, you missed some some really funny stuff. Uh, I think yesterday. Yeah. Um, I've got pictures though for you. Just I'll pictures you of of Move Master Mick. Uh, I don't naked. think it's Move Master Mick. No, I think he was invisible. I don't think he was naked. Uh, oh okay. wait, yes, yeah. No, he was learning how to equip armor right okay. in front of a bridge full of everyone. Yeah, you know, some people are exhibitionists, man. What are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. We had to kind of create a barrier for him. <laughs> Please, there are children present. Okay. Uh, I'm going to bring up this How to Geek article about the uh, about the wire. And let's get that. While you do here. that, yeah, everybody, he, he, he had accidentally unequipped his, uh, his chest plate. And so, and he was playing as a female character. And every... There'd always be people funneling back to the bridge, and you'd just see people stop and like double take. And like, <laughs> it was funny. It is it really was, strange watching funny. people run around without clothes on in that game. Well, sometimes it's a glitch, and that was what happened last night. Was there was a there was a glitch, and and then we didn't want that one person to be embarrassed, so we all took our chest plates or whatever off. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Did I miss a game cat orgy? Uh, no, no. Did I miss a snorgy? Because if I miss a snorgy, I'd be really upset. Might have been a little bit of a snorgy. A little bit of a snorgy. <sighs> PlayStation VR 2 isn't wireless, and that's a good thing by Sydney Butler over at howtogeek.com. Uh, the article reads... The PlayStation VR 2 headset uses a single USB-C cable to connect to the PlayStation 5. Some fans are dismayed by the cable. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't call them fans, especially in the world of the wire-free Quest 2, but Sony made the right choice. 
Uh, he goes on to say, and AJ, please stop me at any point if you're interested in, uh, in disputing or agreeing with any of the things he's saying here. Yeah. He goes on to say, the Quest 2 isn't wireless. There seems to be some confusion when comparing the current VR market leader to the PlayStation VR 2. They are, fundamental, they are fundamentally two different categories of VR headsets. The Quest 2 is completely self-contained VR system. All the hardware needed to make VR work is inside the Quest 2. In other words, the Quest 2 isn't a wireless headset. It's a standalone headset. I love that point. Uh, I have we, you know, I've I love the way they convey this argument, right? Because I'm going to be like, I'm curious how they are going to try and plead this case that it's not a wireless headset. Now, it is wireless. It's a wireless device, yes. But but I think the important part that you bring the focus to is that it's not. A, or that it is a standalone headset, and that's an important thing. The, the, the headset's not designed to go to a console. Um, it's not originally intended to and designed to go to a PC. It has some of these capabilities, which this article, I think, is about to mention. Um, but, uh, yeah, please continue. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, yeah I do want to say that, uh, you know, when people talk about Quest 2, they're constantly... I, I hate the confusion because... They'll say Quest 2 this, Quest 2 this, Quest 2 that. And then they'll say, well, when I hook it up to my PC, my $1,500 PC, it's awesome. And I'm like, well, then you're not talking about Quest 2 anymore. You are far beyond the, the Quest 2 ecosystem. You're talking about PC VR now. That is a, and that's a wildly different conversation. So right. I, I'm, I'm glad that he kicks this off by kind of setting, uh, setting the stage and making sure that everybody's on the right page for these discussions. Um, in other words, Quest 2 isn't wireless, it's a standalone headset. These two headsets have different use cases and design goals. The PlayStation VR 2 is an accessory to a powerful console, which is a device doing all the actual work. If you want VR with the same quality that a PS5 can produce on a Quest 2, you need to connect it to a PC using a cable and the Oculus Link function. Uh, you also have the option to connect it to a PC wirelessly, but that's not currently the best way to experience PC VR on a quest right universally like i obviously there are some people the majority of people like do not have like steady solid wireless functionality with it there are some exceptions with a couple people but the average like mass consumer no hard no on that yeah yeah there's the it's, it's funny um like obviously Oculus isn't re releasing these numbers, but if you do some quick math and you start looking at how many people are uh, using just the Quest 2 headset standalone on its own uh, and staying within that ecosystem and how many people are actually hooking it up to a PC, it's pretty easy to, to, to figure out that only about 10% 10, 10 of the people who are buying Quest 2s are hooking it up to a PC. Uh, so usually when you say Quest 2, you really are referring to just the Quest 2. Uh, real quick before we get too far out of it. Um, I want to make sure that we give a shout out to Waleed Said Faridi with Canadian $2 Tips. Says hope that he's hoping for a AAA PSVR 2 PSVR 2 shooter. Um, his hopes for a AAA PSVR 2 shooter is alive with Bungie. Hell yeah, man. Absolutely. Thank you for the donation. Keep and your also, eye on Sony London Studio as well. I don't know what they're up to, but they could be up to something. Yeah, the, the rumor for them is uh, a, a multiplayer uh, shooter as well, right? Right. And, and so Sony London Studio usually dabbles in new hardware and tech yeah and they seem they seem to be very much about like the uh like the action movie genre they're talking like more real world 
kind of stuff. Like if if they make a sh- if they make a shooter, expect it to be much more like, um, you know, like Blood and Truth or the London Heist or or, or the Getaway. <laughs> uh, Larry Chu with the five dollar tip says, "Bravo, thank you, Larry." Not even sure what we did to deserve. Bravo, that, Larry. Thank you very much. Choo choo. <laughs> uh, getting back to this. Um, bu- 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 to be clear, wireless VR solutions do exist. In the case of Quest 2, you can use AirLink, but the feature is still in the experimental phase. Uh, you need to carefully consider your network configuration to make it work well. It seems the best solution is to connect your PC to a 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi router using Ethernet. It's even better if that router is dedicated to VR and only VR. Even then, Wi-Fi isn't nearly as reliable as the USB-C cable, and it doesn't have the same sort of bandwidth in real-world situations. Uh, this is something that I think is worth noting because uh, a lot of people said, oh, you know, like, you know, AirLink works perfectly or, or, or whatever. And it's, I think under the perfect situations, AirLink can work perfectly. But again, as, uh, as what's his name in this article is pointing out, you know, that they, these are very specific situations and not everybody has these things available to them. Uh, right. A better, better solution is to use a dedicated wireless system such as, uh, is it Ygig? Uh, this is a, exactly what was done with the HTC Vive and Vive Wireless Pack. Uh, has a module for the headset, a battery, and a PCIe Y-Gig card to let the PC talk to the headset. It should be noted that the Vive Wireless Adapter Pack costs more than an entire Quest 2 headset. So while this 60 gigahertz wireless technology does exist, it's still outside the realm of affordability for either the Quest 2 or the PlayStation VR 2. An excellent point, man. I think uh, when you're talking about you know console VR, uh, I think Sony was already pushing the limits with the PSVR one as to like what we consider affordable, right? That was that we're talking about a headset and a camera and a breakout box, and then when you factor in move controllers or anything else like that, suddenly you're talking about something that's more expensive or as expensive as the PlayStation Four itself at the time. Uh, and I think that I don't know if that was a lesson that Sony has learned. Uh, if they if they've realized that this $300 price point is the magical price point uh or uh or or what but but yeah you can't you just can't be adding in all of these features uh and still expect to hit that magical price point whether it be 300 or 400 dollars yeah and i think that's a big reason you know it's not like sony doesn't realize how cool wireless would be of course they they would imp- implement that feature but yeah with all the things that the headset is going to do I think at this time, I do believe wireless VR is the future. But right now, uh, I think I think it would be too expensive. And I do think the tech maybe could use a little bit more time to evolve. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, I just think if it I think if it was implemented, it would be far too expensive to what is already going to be a headset that they are trying to get as affordable as possible and that the price like you said is really really important there right Big and, factor. I, and so many people have gotten like gotten pretty crazy with with their assessment of how important it is to be wireless uh i mean i, I know we this we could talk about this aspect of the conversation for so long but i mean stingray x just said here in the chat it says man you just wrap the wire around the headset put it behind your back and you will never notice the wire i don't get the hate uh that's one solution you know there's there's pulleys, super inexpensive pulleys that are made by uh, Kiwi that you can get on Amazon. It's like 20 bucks or something for a set. It's ridiculous. And uh, and they give you multiple sets so you can like share with friends and shit. And like and really, I've I've had one sitting in my kitchen for 
so long. Don't ask why it's in my kitchen. That's just how I live, man. I got pulleys in my kitchen. I got sex wings in the dungeon. Don't ask questions. Um, but but so I found these pulleys after people in the chat were like, oh, it doesn't matter if you have a popcorn ceiling. It doesn't matter like what you, it, whatever you have that pulley system works with. And I, it's just been sitting there for like a year. And I was like, oh, I probably don't have the, what it takes to put this thing up. I put it up and it's flawless. Took seconds to install. That I, and, and, if, and if there ever was an issue with the wire, there's not an issue with the wire anymore. It is absolutely ridiculous. So thank you to the cats who pointed that out to me. It's There are so many workarounds to make sure that the wire is never, ever an issue. And let me tell you, the pulley system is better than being than just being plugged in. Like I, I, whenever I play my Quest 2, I'm playing plugged in because it, it dies too quickly, right? And the pulley system is so, so much better than that because it's really like not having a wire at all. So... I, I, I don't yeah I don't understand the uh, the hate either it doesn't make any sense yeah I don't even need the pulley thing I mean you know we're playing again if you're if you're playing on a console or a PC you kind of have to be in the vicinity of of that device um, no matter which one and so for me personally you know people complain about not having enough room for VR, even when it's just requiring like a five by five, six by six, like space. Um, and yeah, I mean, I have a big room dedicated to this VR. Um, and, and like, it's still like, it gives me plenty of space to work, but, but to do like an, the, having the ability to actually walk around and stuff, I'm very, very limited in that. Yeah. So I don't like, this is not something that I could use at home, uh, like I would have to, I don't know, take it to the park or something. And, you know, that's, the, I, it's just, it all gets so tangled uh, <laughs> in, in, in what the functionality, what works best. And again, if you're traveling with it, then you no longer, then you lose access to all the PC functionality and wireless functionality. Right. Absolutely. It's not like you can take a, I mean, I guess you could have a laptop. If you have a laptop that can run PCBR, but that's got to be pretty goddamn expensive. <laughs> uh, finally, before we get back to the article, we got uh, JAPR2021 with the $5 tip. Uh, it says, I have a PSVR and a Quest PC, uh, PC VR via wireless. Decent PC. Still prefer the frame rate, deep blacks, and the smoothness of PSVR. Thanks for the show, folks. Thank you very much, Ja. I'm going to call you Ja. Oh, you should be Ja the game cat or something. Ja. I don't know, man. Jopper. The Jopper. future meow. Uh, thank you very much for the tip. Uh, all right, AJ, do you want you want to take over the rest of this article? Yeah, sure. First of all, let me point out that I absolutely love this picture that looks like a 50s horror movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is from a movie. I forget. What is this from? Um, oh, no, it's not from a movie. That, that, that was a real thing. Yeah, that looks like some convention of something. Virtuality. I'm sure that I'm sure that's patented and trademarked somewhere. <laughs> All right, so it says weight matters in VR. VR headsets are uh, in an and uh, let me restart that. VR headsets are in an eternal struggle when it comes to total weight and how that weight is distributed on a user's head. Early headsets, such as the ones from Virtuality in the '90s, tested the limits of the human neck. In order to go wireless, you need to add a battery and the necessary electronics to make wireless VR work. Unless these are made from an unknown, gravity-defying exotic matter, <laughs> they'll add weight to the headset. Why don't yeah. we have that? Why aren't we complaining about that, Brian? 
What, and why aren't we complaining about not having exotic uh, materials Gravity found defying in exotic matter. Yeah, yes. I, I don't know, man. We should be complaining big time <laughs> about that. I will tell you, man. I will tell you. So there's a part in Wanderer, uh, no spoilers, where you're, you're, I had my head down for a very, very long time. And I was like, in, in certain puzzles, took there was like five in a row that I was that were all identical. And I was just like, my head is down for so long. And uh, maybe it took me longer. AJ's making faces. So I'm like, maybe, maybe it took me a longer time to figure these out than I than, uh than most people, but, uh, it's near the end. And, uh, and, and, but my, my neck was sore from like looking down in VR for like 10 minutes and in the PlayStation VR headset, so comfortable as it is, it's so lightweight and ergonomic and and the, the weight is balanced and everything that even, but, but so even like the best headset I've used for comfort still gave me a sore neck after like looking down in VR for 10 minutes. So like, I mean, oh man. So after, after a round of uh, walkabout mini golf, which can last upwards of two hours if you've got five people playing on the quest too. Holy shit, man! It's like good luck getting out of bed the next day. I just think I just admitted how old I am. I think that's what, what just happened there. <laughs> there so many people I mean, in the chat just went, "How fucking old are you, Brian?" So let me finish this real quick. Okay. That may mean the uh, that other features of the PlayStation VR two wouldn't make the cut, such as the haptic actuators, eye tracking hardware, or high end screen. What people are basically complaining about is that they don't have a PS5 on their head, Brian. (laughs) And that is ridiculous to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. You have to have – if you want something that is, like, graphically, like, powerful, um, that's standalone, uh, then, yeah, it would require a lot of additional hardware and – I do. So what he's saying here is that you can, because of it using the tether and being, you know, using the um, PS5 to do most of the heavy lifting, that that leaves room for additional features like like the eye tracking and the um, the haptics and stuff, which I think is actually a, a good call right there, too. Yeah. Somebody Stingray, did their homework here. Stingray X in the chest says the elite headband is a is a, is an is a MSU for the Quest 2. Or a third party, the original strap is so bad. Um, there's also also battery packs that people recommend. Like, I mean, there's just so much shit. Uh, there's you know that, but the problem is, it's like everyone's like, oh, you know, Sony has to beat the three hundred dollar price tag of the Quest Two. If you buy everything that you should buy in order to make the Quest Two as good as it should be, you're you're over four hundred dollars now, right? So I mean, so I think what Sony really has to do is beat the four hundred dollar mark and. Make sure that everything you actually need to play it and be comfortable is in the fucking box for four hundred dollars, right? It's like, don't make me go buy additional head straps and fucking packs and shit. Like, no, come on, just put it in the goddamn box. That's all I need, man. Just four hundred dollars yeah. in the box. That is a yeah. I mean, you know, we're that is another thing that you meant that you're absolutely right about that. A lot of the stuff that people say, well, you can buy this, well, you can buy that. It's like, well, that's not included in the original product. <laughs> right. Then you paid a lot more than what you're saying the price is. Right. They got to um, be $300. Why? Because you paid $400. What's going on? <laughs> because they paid $500. Yeah. Actually, he goes um, on right. to talk so, about the price. So that's speaking perfect. of price, cost must be controlled. The additional hardware to make a wireless PlayStation VR 2 wouldn't just add weight, it would add cost as well. Console hardware has a famously thin profit margin or can even be sold at a loss relying on the software attach rate to put the company in the black. Uh, 
at the time of writing, we don't know how much the PlayStation VR 2 will cost at retail, but it's going up against a $300 Quest 2, which doesn't require a $500 console to work. The PSVR that came out before was also sold at $399, albeit without motion controllers. Mm Mm-hmm. That is a good point, too. Uh, Regardless, there's little doubt that every cent of the PlayStation VR 2's final cost on the shelf matters, and wireless connection solution would tip that number too far in the wrong direction. This was I just mentioned this earlier, so I'm not going to say a whole lot more on this. But, yes, in the future, (laughs) this won't be as much of a problem. Right now, this this would be really, really expensive. People... Even with the wire, people are speculating, saying that the headset's going to cost anywhere from four hundred to like six hundred, or maybe even more. Um, those, obviously, people, those people are out of their minds. I think so, Sony is not going to release this for more than four hundred dollars. You just can't. You can't. More than five hundred dollars. More than four hundred. More than four hundred. I yeah. think. I mean, four hundred dollars is the price I'm at. Three ninety nine. That's yeah. the price I'm at. And because of things like this. Um, I feel like they can make it happen, and even if they sell it at a loss, right. um, you know the other I, thing I, that's a mic that would be a mic drop moment price. You know, I think so. Oh, if they sold it three hundred dollars, it's no question about it. And because PlayStation Five is one of those things that you're really not just buying for VR. You're not like, oh, I need this for VR. You're you're buying right. a PlayStation Five because it's the best next gen next gen console out there. It's the most popular ones where all your friends are playing. It's where all the mo- it's where all the best exclusive games are going to be. Like you're just buying that anyway. That's why I keep saying the PlayStation Five is ubiqu- ubiquitous and like it's hard to actually factor in the the cost of the PlayStation Five into the PSVR two because like somebody in your house is going to own a PlayStation Five over the course of the next year or two. Like. There's there's very few gaming households last gen that didn't have a PlayStation Four of some kind in the in the household by the end of the generation, so I I find that I find it to be a really hard factor to include. You're gonna you're just gonna own a PlayStation Five anyway. If you're a real gamer, you have one. If you're a real gamer, you probably have a Switch too. You know, <laughs> like if Nintendo released a VR headset and said I'll just put, attach it to your Switch, I wouldn't be like, oh, it costs three hundred dollars more than they're saying because I need to buy a Switch. It's like everyone's got a fucking Switch. Now, this part is really, really interesting, and somebody that asked this in the chat earlier, uh, and I'll be interested to see what you have to say about this, but USB-C opens many doors. Going with a cheap and open standard such as USB Type-C leaves many doors open for Sony going ahead with their new headset. We've already talked about how this makes PC VR a technical possibility, but Sony can also use it to upgrade the PlayStation VR 2 at a later date. It's conceivable that a wireless module via belt clip or headset mount could be connected to the headset, providing the battery, power, and wireless hardware that's currently missing. So don't lament the lack of wireless connectivity in Sony's next-generation headset. When the technology is ready, there's still a way to make it a reality. A virtuality. (laughs) A virtuality. Um. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think I went on record saying this before that I still have faith that this is a possibility. Um, I personally don't care about it. Um, I will be, I will be excited if it happens because I, I'm excited for all the people who want it. I'm excited for you know for for anybody who's saying I can't buy it if it if it has a wire. I'm excited for those people. I'm going to be really fucking excited that Sony will be able to make uh, get PSVR two into more homes and make it 
more accessible for the people who need that. Um, again, I won't be excited for myself because I probably will never use it. I'll probably buy one just to check it out and, and review it for you guys. But I, I, I won't. I, I probably won't be playing that way ever myself. Are you talking about what the adapter? Like a, a, to wire, make a, wireless? A, a potential wireless adapter, yeah. Well, I play far too many hours, so it would have to have a huge battery capacity and be comfortable and and practical. Um, but yeah, I didn't even think about that. You know, not necessarily unclipping from the headset itself, but just having the wire go into some kind of device. I think it's a good stopgap feature. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I. It doesn't really bother me again like you know there's unless there's a game where I need to play being able to spin around 360 um, which is just never really usually the case I've from the beginning I've always liked using buttons to turn and I understand there are people out there Mm -hmm. that really love the immersion of the physical body movement but you know take for example right now. With my toe that's broken. <laughs> I don't have that physical uh, movement option even as an option right now. Yeah. So so it makes it more accessible to people in the bigger picture. So, yeah, I just – I prefer that. You know, it's like Sirento. No, I don't want to – I don't really need to be doing real backflips when there is a way to just <laughs> let me do enough – to make me feel like I'm doing yeah. a backflip. There's there's plenty of ways to get that rush, that sensation, without uh, subjecting myself to physical harm, uh, which I would most likely cause myself anymore. More physical harm. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a limit to the amount of uh, to the amount of actual real life movement I want to be doing while I'm playing a game in VR. I think uh, Dark Angel says everyone drink. The toe was mentioned. Um, I, I'm. <laughs> I'm totally fine. Like I, I really do think that PlayStation VR has, you know, sort of trained us to play a certain way. You gotta face the, you gotta face the camera, so you're always facing your television or the wall where your camera is. And we got used to using the turn buttons. We got used to using the move controllers with the button to move. And so we've we've sort of got the Stockholm syndrome where it's like, oh, it's fine. Like you know, like I'm, I want to use buttons to turn or or an analog stick to turn. But but I do think that uh, turning in VR, I'm standing in one place. But so, but but I, I don't I don't feel the need to outside of like a quick dodge if like there's bullets coming my way, you know, like but standing in one place and sort of dodging like this and uh, and, and crouching in real life and and turning my body is about the extent of the movement I want to be doing while I'm actually in VR because dude my place is a fucking mess it's really small it's messy I've got a cat I don't want to step on tornado right it's just there with when you've got a box on your face and you're playing a game and you're super immersed in it you just don't want to be running around your room. And so, so I do think that, yeah, I do think that uh, I'll, I'll be turning in real life and crouching and dodging and everything, but I really don't want to be taking more than a step or two from my original position yeah. at any yeah, point. Yeah, I, I, I like a little bit of movement for sure. But, but, you know, and a lot of people say, oh, it's got a wire. You, they must be playing sitting down. It's like, no, I like to play standing up. Uh, like it, the wire doesn't uh, affect me for playing standing at all. Okay. Um, maybe maybe they're talking about the the using the dual shock or something because yeah the, I could see that being but even there's games where it's like detached where I liked uh, the the standing while playing that with the dual shock um, yeah I prefer like it's I I don't know if I'm just picky or if I like what I like but even from the beginning I didn't like the idea of having to physically run while playing or. Or, you know, it's like I never like these stupid treadmill things like 
you know, I don't know. I think they're dumb. I think they're they're dumb gimmicky stuff that is just not important when you don't have good games for them. Now, if like it's a cool like experience to me, but it's like, are you gonna really do that? Are you gonna really run on your stupid VR hamster treadmill thing for like nine hours and playing Zenith, or are you gonna do it for five minutes and be like, this is amazing? You know, like <laughs> me, I'm a gamer, man. Mm-hmm. I like video games and I like playing them a lot for a very long time. And so, yeah, I don't need to be physically doing cartwheels that entire time, preferably. Yeah. But yeah I do re- like some, I do like some movement. I No, I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I'm 100% with you. Like I, you know, it's the, the tech is interesting to see, but, yeah. but I'm, I'm not interested in, in running in any way, shape or form when I'm running in, in a game. Like that's just, we've got enough other things to do, man. I'm multitasking. I'm shooting. I'm, I'm, I'm flying. I'm, I'm picking up items. Like I, I don't, I don't need to actually be running as well. Right. Uh, original Uber bitch, the beard game cat ran with five euros says, uh, Sony should release car batteries attached to a belt considering how much time we spend in Zenith. I totally agree <laughs> with that. We got Donatello, the scientist game cat with a $10 tip says, I don't think any logical argument will sway MetaQuest 2. I don't, I don't know what MetaQuest 2 is. MetaQuest? I'm, I'm refused to use the word meta in any other sh- way, they shape, are or now, form. They officially changed it. They, they can suck it because they're, they're taking <laughs> a word away from uh, our vernacular that, that used to mean something else. Now it means a cheap headset. Uh, a MetaQuest 2 user that a wire is not a bad thing, but the games that MetaQuest user can't play will make all of these people forget about the wire that's so important it's as aj was saying it's all about the games and and honestly the mix of the game i mean the tech is important too yes but, but the no, tech but, is useless without games to me it's you know for I, I haven't been a graphics whore in a very very long time i was always i was always interested when a playstation one game or a playstation two game really exceeded the capabilities of the system that they were being played on Right, where you're just like, wow, how the fuck did they pull this off? This is amazing, right? But ever since PS3 came along and, and after, I was always like, man, it's, just, it's all it all looks really good, and I'm and I'm not getting into the nitty gritty. I'm not. It's like it all just kind of looks the same and big open worlds, and you can see a mile into the distance. I don't fucking care anymore. VR changed that. VR pulled everything backwards for a little bit, and like you know, a lot of PS VR one games looked like PS2 games. You're like, oh man, this doesn't look very good, or early PS3 games, whatever, right? And so and so you so, suddenly you kind of in order for VR to really reach its potential and, and do the thing it's setting out to do, convince your brain that you're in another world, you do need to have these more realistic graphics. And so that's what the wire is going to be capable of doing. Um, you know, you look at any quest game and like even the best looking one just, I mean, looks like a PlayStation 2 game. I'm sorry, it just does. Even the best looking ones look like a PS2 game. Resident Evil 4 is a PS2 game. Like, I'm sorry, that was a AAA game 20 fucking years ago. It's not AAA anymore, man. It's not, it doesn't look that great anymore. But when you, when you use a wire with PSVR 2, we've talked to developers who are using uh, the PSVR 2 dev kits and saying that they put their game into PSVR 2 at, on the PC settings at the absolute fucking highest, crazy, above whatever standards, right? Uh, you know, this, the settings that like most PCs aren't even capable of. They max out all the settings on PSVR 2 and PlayStation 5, and there's still additional room, extra processing power that isn't being used. So I think, I think everyone's going to be really fucking surprised when they see just how good PlayStation VR 2 games look. Like, it's gonna, yeah. they're going to look a lot like PlayStation 5 games. And so we're jumping ahead like two generations while like, you know, if you, if you really, really want to skip out on the wire, well, then keep playing on Quest and keep playing your PlayStation 2 games. That's fine. It's like every, it's up to everybody to do what the fuck they want. But like, if you really want to lose yourself 
in a, in a virtual world. You know, I think I think there's only one place we're going to be doing that this gen. That's all I got. You ready to play twenty questions? <laughs> on 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 the Google Premiere headset coming out now. Um, yeah, man, I am uh, ready to play some twenty questions. But I like this article. You know, sad truth is that this article is not going to get. Uh, maybe, hopefully, it does. But you know, we I expect this article not to get a lot of publicity because people care more about. Ken Kudagari saying that he doesn't like VR in the metaverse and negativity versus something that's like actually a positive article, um, which is, you know, it's just it's just trying to logically define the situation versus it's it's really not trying to start a war. It's not it's not saying one is good or bad. It's just saying why, if anything, it's saying why the wire is going to be a good thing for the for it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, that doesn't attract enough uh, people with clicks and stuff. So I was happy, honored even, to uh, talk about this little article written by these swell yeah, absolutely. individuals. Uh, we, we, got our, we got our friend Chairface in the chat saying, overhype warning. I mean, dude, I mean, I don't know what you know that I don't, but I know what I know that you don't. So pay close <laughs> attention, my friend. Not overhyping in the slightest. Get on board, bud. All right, dude. Yeah. Uh, we got six. I got six minutes. You've got the game. You're the host this time, right? You've got a PSVR game in mind, and I've got 20 yes or no questions, along with everybody in the chat, to figure out what PlayStation VR game you're thinking of. AJ, are you ready? I was very sneaky and picked this somewhere during the game's cast. Oh, boy. Uh, um, but, yeah, All I right. think about... Ten of you might know this game. Oh, um, no, this I'm just kidding. No, more, maybe more. But there should be more. I, All right, I, we're on we're on hard mode, man. This is happening. Kind of All hard right. mode, yeah. Here we go, guys. I need all the help I can get in the chat because this is going to be fucking tough, I'm sure. Here we go. Six minutes up on the clock. Twenty questions, and what just happened? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? <laughs> There's no timer. There's sirens outside. Those are my sirens. Hold on, where's my timer? Timer. <laughs> is it an MMO? There we go. Uh, okay, is uh, is this a puzzle game? Is not a puzzle game. Okay, uh, is this a shooter? It is a shooter. Okay, is, is a shooter. Does this have aim support? Does not have aim support. Is that full locomotion? It does not have full locomotion. Okay. Would you consider this a wave shooter? I would not consider it a wave shooter. That's five. Okay. So, guys, we got, we're, we're off and running here. We got, I think we got a pretty good um, start here. It's not a puzzle game. It is a shooter, not a wave shooter, though. It's got, it doesn't have full locomotion, so we've got to consider games that you're standing in one place uh, mostly. Oh, wait, actually, do, yeah, let's ask this. Does it have teleportation? It does. Okay, so we're not standing in one place, uh, but we're not... Okay, so what game does... Hmm. <laughs> teleportation, but not full locomotion. Uh, is this on Rails? Um, I would say no, it okay. is not on rails. Okay, I just had to clarify because I saw a lot of people 
saying shit in the chat. Um, so yeah, Mortal uh, JC Middle Mortal Blitz is a great guess. I saw. I think somebody said somebody say super hot. Um, Doom VFR has full locomotion. Mortal Blitz is a good one. Um, does this game start on a train? This game. Does start on a train, I think. God. <laughs> uh, is this game Mortal Blitz? This game is Mortal Blitz. There you go. I took you a risk. Guys. How many questions was that? Uh, that was uh, five, six, seven, eight. That was nine questions. Oh, wow. Okay. Did I was really, hoping, it, I was really hoping it busted out really fast. But less than 10 questions, man. I took they a risk. Wrong. I saw like 20 people saying Mortal Blitz, and I was like, yeah, they got this. Yeah. Yeah. And there's the train well where you played, start on. I guess it's an air well train. Played. Yeah, I was like, are they going to get mad at me if it's like a flying ship? I don't know. Ten, this is this is actually, I think, a little <laughs> bit more popular in the community than uh, than you give them credit for. I think that I, I think that this dude, was a- I like Mortal Blitz. Uh, no teleportation uh, is how I would describe it. Um, yeah. No, no teleportation, and uh, yeah, I always thought this was a cool arcade game uh, where you, you know, I love the mechanics in it. It's still to me the most like time crisis of any game we've had even more um, so maybe, than crisis brigade yeah it is it is more like uh than although uh, maybe maybe crisis brigade is you could debate that but um but yeah i've always loved the mechanic where you like you like whip onto them and you like or you like whip back and they slow down they go in slow motion and you just like it's very like arcade shooter like and i love those kinds of games so absolutely um, and the night the, the 90s arcade voice in it is just awesome it's like yeah Oh, kill man. streak, kill streak. Yeah, it's like oh man, I can just they hear that coming out of an stuff, arcade yeah. speaker. It's savage or like uh, like yeah, I don't remember. Annihilation, you know, one of those. Things. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, all, all the cheesy, uh, all the cheesy te- uh, Love it. subtitles for all the, all the all the movie sequels of the last twenty years. Annihilation, retribution, reverberation. I don't know. All right, you guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us uh, another uh, Monday in the books. Hopefully it made your Monday suck a little bit less. I know it made mine suck a little bit less. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon.com slash Without Parole Games. Remember, that's how uh, we, we keep this boat afloat. Uh, we also keep the boat afloat with all the tips that everyone gave us here today in the chat. We appreciate you so very much. Uh, thank you to everybody who works on this channel nonstop, including the moderators who fucking are killing it, not just here, but over on Discord. Remember, click the link in the description below to join us on Discord. We're doing a Wanderer giveaway. Um, we've got two keys to give away later this week. So join us on Discord and get your name in there. Make sure you've entered. Uh, and, of course, uh, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, who gives us all the timestamps for this show. Jamie Yao, who's working on our website. And, of course, AJ from PSVR Underground, the Zenithian himself. Make sure you check out his tips video, although I can't imagine there's anyone left that hasn't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is killing it. Good job, man. Congratulations on your success. And that's it, guys. Time to get out of here. It's one video, man. We got a long way to go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, guys, thank you to everybody who sat back and watched the show. Didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. The numbers don't lie. We love you just as much. We've met a lot of you in Zenith. uh, We have indeed. In fact, yeah, it's lovely. Keep it coming. It's time to cue the cat. Oh, 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 whoa, 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 except the original Uber, no, Uber bitch, the bearded game cat ruined oh. it all. The five euros. <laughs> Thanks, AJ, for let, being the cat lady who lets all the cats in. <laughs> what a great way to end the show. Let's cue the cat. I love you, the cat, Brian, because I want to say see you Wednesday to Aceville VR. Yeah. Uh, Sacred Groves is happy birthday, Blue Juice. Oh. Birthday is-
GC13. Um, 500 of those views are me rewatching it every time I'm about to play it. And you still don't understand it, GC. I can't believe you. Rex, bro, and as always, in case I don't see you later, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Dark Angel 3, thank you so much. Later to you, Neon Groove number 103. Yes, uh, I believe so. Um, no, number 100. Number 100 is Neon Groove. He was the 100th guild member. Um, <laughs> Twitter, the I Love Swordsman now game cat. Oh my god, yeah, apparently there's a Swordsman glitch. Hell like, is officially frozen over. Yes, Hell is, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, what's next? I'm gonna like Marvels. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Got enough pockets, aka who that game cat. So, see you, see you. Guys, that's this book to you. Uh, the Funk Bomb Bro, the game cat. Yo, happy birthday, he says. Louis, Re- Louis reviews, Louis reviews. Sorry, okay. uh, formerly old Dart says bye bye. Uh, <laughs> Robert's a game cat, dead keeper. Yeah. Zenith or Zenith? It's both. The answer is both. Whatever comes the out sacred, of my mouth at the time, I guess. The Sacred Grove says Zenithites. Uh, time to play with game cat says kids are in ba- at bed. AJ, let's go. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'll be jumping on Zenith soon. So uh, guys, uh, get ready. Stay, join our Discord. Make sure you're ready to join us and get added to the guild. Uh, virtual strangers. Um, later, y'all. I'll be uh, I'll be actually joining uh, Wes and Virtual Strangers Wednesday at midnight. Uh, so I look forward to doing a late show with them. God, that'll when be the, the first hell show do those guys sleep? Hugh Guyver, shout out to your cousin, Mac Vargosoff. Goodbye to you, my friend. James Moore says, meow. Uh, flame hat, the love of his life, cat. Uh, somebody says, over there. Over there, says, see ya. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, oh. listen, hey, I'm, listen, I'm jumping into uh, Zenith uh, in about 20 minutes. Uh, if anybody wants to be in the review, I'm capturing some review footage uh, for the rest of the night, uh, and I'm going to get that review out tomorrow, and uh, I just need some some uh, later-in-the-game footage than the, sh- than the shit that I've got. So if anybody wants to yeah. join me and, and get into the review, uh, then let's let's fo- let's go get in there and party up, man. Let's do it. Yeah, so come uh, come to the Fractured Plains in front of the bridge and get in the review and get gildemized. Gildemized? Gildemized? That sounds. It's, 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 not wrong. I don't know, man. It, it sounds like a disease I picked up in the I late nineties. <laughs> Sci-fi game, game cat Henry. Good to see you, man. Good, good job with the guests. Same with you, Shades of Grey Mather and Dorothy the Balkan Cat. My dudes. Uh, we'll see y'all. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Bit. We'll we'll see you in Zenith. We love you all. Meow.